Yes, sir. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Nice good. to meet you, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Episode two, uh, game two. So you want to hear some cool analytics? Okay. Because we are blowing up right now. We have episode one, preseason form, has 10 listens. Yeah, that's right. Holy Ages 28 to 34. Yeah, buddy. Holy. Blowing up. <laughs> that's exponential. If you look at it that way, one listen on the day we dropped it, 10 today. I mean, at that yeah. rate. <laughs> I was laughing. That was pretty sweet. I'm like, yeah, I mean, the 94% of them are coming from Spotify. Sorry, 90%. Shout out Spotify and shout out Anchor. Uh, the democratization of audio, as I heard about this on um, uh, Michael Moore's podcast, Rumble. So that's why we're able to put this out. If you've got a heat and passion like we do, you can, and a Wi-Fi connection, hey, you can make your own podcast and be as famous as us with 10 listens. Pretty big, big deal out there. There's my dog going off. He's a... Uh, in the background, he's a uh, he he's upset at the uh, at the Raptors game. Um, yeah. Let's get your thoughts, man. Thoughts on uh, after six hundred days. That was a tough loss. Um, that was tough. <laughs> yeah, they they lost by how much? Like about like ten to fifteen. But honestly, they lost that by was fifteen. Like a tw- yeah, honestly, that was a That's, twenty-five. That was a blowout. Twenty-five point blowout. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, they, they shot, got like a lot of points in the in, in scrap time, so scrap I, I count time. that more. Exactly. Of a, <laughs> well, I count that more as like blowout. a twenty-five point blowout. I think they should just take that tape, throw it right in the trash, and just start new again. Yeah, there's nothing to. I mean, I was going over the numbers here. Did you know we took thirty-four three-point shots and hit seven? That's when I. And I, I lose was, my mind. Yeah, yeah. I lose my mind when teams just start fucking three ball. And I, you know, yeah. I know, and I know you're a big fan of man, getting to the paint. Yeah, um, I think when yeah. you're, you're struggling like that, shooting wise, I think let's get get like get some easy baskets. Like get get to the line, get to the line, see the ball go through the hoop, and then kind of work from there. I, I'm really advocate of playing a inside out game. Kind of get easy baskets up. and then slowly work your way out. That's kind of like set the it up, style. yeah. But but nowadays but, everybody's I mean, shooting the three before anything. So damn Steph Curry, eh? <laughs> He's been lighting it <laughs> up this the year, game. but that's the Curry effect right there. But the difference is we yeah. don't have a remotely Steph Curry. But you know, I see I see Fred going one for nine and OG going two for nine. Chris Boucher yeah. goes one for six from three point land. I, I don't like how many minutes Boucher got. I mean, he's just he's just getting back. Um, yeah. You know, I think the hype of being back. Like I was so excited. I understand you can come out flat, but how much do you think it had to do with eight days off in between the preseason game? And do you like that much of a layoff while the rest of the teams are still having a few games? I definitely think that played a part. I think the all these players are kind of routine base. Um, mm-hmm. There has to be a routine, kind of their their day and game game day and stuff like that. The eight days off, you you definitely lose some timing, you lose some touch. So I th- I definitely feel that that played a part. But uh, effort, I think, shouldn't be a, an issue. Like I, I think that 
should show up every game. And they didn't really show as much effort as a normal Raptor team showed. Exactly. And yeah, that was that's you hit the nail on the head. And I gotta see that. The effort, the grind, the determination, and you know, the elephant in the room is Kyle Lowry. I get it, you know, Kyle taking charges, Kyle down there. I don't expect Freddie to be – I'm not putting it all on Fred's shoulders. Don't get me wrong. Like, everybody in that locker room, top to bottom, Nick, the coaching staff. I was wondering – I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, usually Nick is very vocal. The only time he was vocal was to argue with the refs. And I don't know what goes on in the huddles and what, what he's drawn up on the bench, but I know in the, in the second quarter when I see him start to play the about fouls, in my mind I'm like, we're sunk. We're sunk. Yeah. You – I mean, the Raptors around now, what, 26 years, 27 years? And have we ever got the calls? Do we always get hosed? Scotty got hosed on a few calls. He's a rookie in his first game. Is it right? Were they, yeah. you know, he got a couple charges he got called on that obviously were not. Yeah. Game plan. Um, and game face. I don't, it's only been one game, but mm-hmm. I'm. I, I need to see more from Freddie. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw the tweet of him at the press conference saying how much, like, telling, sort of, like, explaining, like, this is the regular season. Basically, like, almost calling out the rookies. That's how I took it. Yeah. He's saying, yeah, okay, this is the season and all that. I honestly didn't like that. I, I felt like, that like the, rookies played, the rookies played better than him and OG. And he's supposed to be the – Five for 20, he was a minus 22. Yeah. And I got to see a little more leadership <laughs> from Freddie. Like, um, yeah. even just, like, kind of, like, organizing everything on the court. Like, this is – A uh, lot more. I, I don't yeah. want to go too far with this because this has only been one game. Exactly. But this is, like, the first game without Lowry. Mm-hmm. So, he doesn't have his, like, um, lifesaver, like, in the back His mentor there. there. Yeah. The, so, yeah, I don't want to go too hard on Freddie, but I got I definitely expect more from him. As for OG, I, I, need, I need simplicity. Like he's trying too hard to. He's taking Damn tougher right. shots. I need a, I need him to kind of simplify his game a little bit. Kind of let the mm-hmm. ball come to you. Like don't try to keep forcing the play. Don't try to shoot contested threes. Just kind of let the game come to him. And I think I think I don't want to go too far into it, but I think that yeah. would definitely help him kind of be a little more efficient. Because if you look at OG and how he played the first game, the efficiency mm-hmm. wasn't there, and. Like Damn, right. as I say, yeah. like in preseason it looked good, like what OG did. But the this is regular season defenders now, so it's a difference. The, you're absolutely right, and it's the NBA. And that you know, on that note, I don't want to take anything away from Washington because they came to bang. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I Trez Harrell was down there looking like Shaq in his prime, and that that absolutely exactly. killed me. And I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying he's an easy D, but he can't be getting that and crowning on two defenders like he shocked that 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 can't happen but what it was was the man came to play he was yeah everybody uh spencer i think that's a for them. That, that's an effort kind of thing with the rebound definitely it's an effort like thing Montrez, so. and on that note when we look at the rebounds for the game that those don't tell the story because a lot of our offensive rebounds came in uh garbage time i know we had 19 offensive rebounds which has always been a problem for us once again, yeah. throw that tape away because that's that didn't happen. <laughs> it's kind of easy to get offensive rebounds when you shoot, or easier when you're shooting 31%, 30% from the field. Uh, you're going to get a lot of opportunities. Um, 
but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You don't want to go too hard on them. And I, I think our, our roles are a little reversed right now, man. Usually Justin's going in and I'm like the softy, but yeah, I, I'm not as, I'm not as forgiving, man. You know, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. And I've been, you know, yeah. you said, you said it, you said it didn't have the Raptors effort. And the one thing that we had, man, back in, you know, back in the days when we were, after we draft freaking Hoffa Rujo, <laughs> we had Pine Parnyani as the number one option. There was still an effort there, man. And I, I, the, the fans were back. The media was there. Cardinal Fischel was, you know, he was hyping it up. Yeah, Drake in the audience. The old, it seemed like every single person in Raptors Nation showed up except for the team and the coaches. And that's, that's yeah. my opinion. I know that's very harsh. But you didn't. You just let everybody yeah. down. And hey, losses are gonna. But like you said, that this isn't. It looks good on paper. Ninety-eight, eighty-three. If you're just thumbing through the scores and you weren't a Raptors fan, oh, you know, Washington had a good game against the Raptors. They killed us. And like some yeah. of those shots, I, I wish I had. A, I honestly, I wish I had a statistic. And I, I wonder if there is something out there on which part of the rim we hit. You know, because you know, certain I, there there were air balls. Don't get me wrong. But like it just—I don't know if OG OG really gets nervous, Justin. But um, he was going up really strong. A lot of his shots hitting the back of the backboard, hitting hard off the rim. Not the touch that he was showing in the preseason. So I don't know how you I get think, that back. You know, to me, it's it's a make or miss league. So like I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not too concerned if if we like sh- like if we have an off game where we like kind of miss some shots or we shoot a lower percentage. It's more of the effort kind of kind of thing because when you look at the Raptors, no way they should have been dominated by Gafford, Montrezl Harold. That's you know their front I'm... court. There's there's no way the Raptors they they they're actually like a small team because they don't have a guy over six ten or six nine. Mm-hmm. The whole team yeah. is all six nines. There's nobody at six ten, nobody at six eleven. So when you're that small, you cannot have a night off in the, in the effort department. Like that's yeah, my issue. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. They need because you're going to get dominated by every team. If if a small team like that doesn't have the effort to go rebound and play defense and kind of just get under under the team, the under the opponent, that's my issue. So I'm um, hopefully they have a better effort against Boston. I'm not trying to harp too much. It's only been one game. It's only so, been one game. Yeah. Uh, one more step for before we touch on Boston. Um, and I got to give a shout out to him because I'm sure it's got to be so hard to play in LA, you know, and um, Kyle Kuzma, once again, effort. Um, he looked pretty good in a, in a, in a, in a wizard's uniform, a lot better than he's looked um, in a Lakers uniform the last few years. You talk about effort, uh, very impressive with this stat, but this is embarrassing. Kyle Kuzma got 15 rebounds himself. All defensive, huh. fair enough. 15. How I didn't, how I didn't look at the stat. That's that's how is yeah. How is, well, how is Kyle Kuzma rebounding us? Yeah, I, I think I saw um that backup point guard had like eight points, and I'm like, no, that um, Neto guy. I was like, no, Neto this guy eight, shouldn't get and, eight uh, points. Like, <laughs> should be getting eight points. And you know, you you've seen uh, Jack and Maddie talk these guys up, like. Get the fucking Golden State Warriors from two or three years ago, you know, of the heyday. Yeah. Uh, no, come on now, come on. Anyways, like like you said, one game. Um, yeah. 
I was reading a lot about Raptors Nation. One thing I will ask you, that was a, a, a coach's decision. Um, I know we talked about him on our first podcast, and this is how it's going to go here, son, for Mr. Malachi Flynn. Um, you're a Raptor, man, and uh, you're under a microscope across Canada. Um, there was yeah. a lot of call-outs on social media from Raptors Nation, from Raptors fans, about why not put Flynn in. Um, because of his, you know, what his knock on us was, his shooting. How did you feel about Malachi Flynn not playing? Um, honestly, like, when they were getting blown out, I kind of wanted to see what he was going to bring. Like, I was hoping he'll get get some floor time. Um, but as I said last episode, like, I, I think he's in uh, Nick Nurse's doghouse right now. Like, maybe it's, be, like, right? in practice where he's not showing enough effort or not, not doing something right. Because it's kind of weird where, like, a second-year guy that has improved his game not get any minutes. And not we had, like, Delano Banton and who like kind of get yeah, in for yeah. him, So That's a cool name. I like, I'm, I'm going to like saying that name. The Halleck with, yeah. I like names that have like letters, but sound like it's got four. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And, you know, I was, I think I, uh, I've been hyping up um, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. And, um, you know, once again, to only one game, but man, I just was expecting, um, expecting a lot. More. I don't, honestly, for me, I'm kind of on the opposite. I thought, I thought he was good. Like I thought, like you know, he, like you're gonna miss some shots, but I thought he when he came into the game, he was, he brought energy. He, he was like, yeah, he was playing really good defense on Bradley Beal. That's it. He was, uh, yeah, that's it. He was a difference yeah. maker. He was getting deflections, playing good defense. He's gonna miss a couple shots. Everybody's gonna have a bad night. So I'm not too concerned about the shooting. It's more the effort. I thought Trent really brought it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. You know, his his effort was out there, and I think that's maybe I'm I'm not as uh, I'm just a little too bent, but um, I think that's what it was. You know, I like seeing D turning into O. Nice steal yeah. coming down, you know, popping something. But let's see how it goes. So what do you uh, – we're, we're in tough now. Boston's coming off a – sorry, go ahead. Did you want to mention something else about the, Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, did you like the starting lineup? Would you make any changes kind of to it? Great question. Great question. Great question. Uh, so what do we have? We had Precious, OG, we had Barnes. Dragic started, right? And yeah. Freddie V. I, you know, earlier on, I, I guess I got to say that too. Um, there were a few buckets, that veteran buckets that I found uh, Dragic made. And let's face it, like it just we looked like we're, our legs were in the mud. Uh, rotations fell apart and Dragic found the opening. And you, and you know that's when a veteran says, I see what's happening. I need to take this. I need to take it and I need to drive. Um, yeah. So I got to give him a quick shout out. On the, I think as the game wore on, things kind of fell apart. But um I personally, this is just me going forward. At some point, I would love to see uh, Gary Trent and Fred Van Fleet in the backcourt. I, that's that's okay. what I'd like to see. Um, I think Scotty played I like very his, well for his first game. Yeah. I liked his game. He's gonna make his game. he's gonna make some rookie mistakes, but big I think, time. I he's, I personally allowed. think the ball should run through him a little bit more because uh, things are happening absolutely. when it's kind of going through him. So. Absolutely right. Yeah, he had some passes. He had great court vision. Um, but man, he had a couple passes. Uh, I guess I got to call this out, man. A few lobs. Uh, Precious got to yeah. work on those lobs, man. <laughs> yeah. And you talk about game changing. I mean, I'm not, once again, I'm not blaming anybody, but you lob that up there. 
at home in the Scotiabank Arena, and you 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 cram that down into going yeah. into a timeout. Yeah. Momentum, it works. <laughs> it works in the NBA, man. That's how it works. You miss it, and you don't you don't even get your call. They go back down and score. That's deflating, and that happened a couple yeah, times. Yeah, like so. even like when when the rookies came in and they got a couple a couple dunks, a couple like soft dunks, and the crowd yeah. is starting to go. Oh, go say, yeah, man. <laughs> so, and I, I'm sure he knows that, that that if he bangs on that, if he crams that, whoo, it's on. Because <laughs> um, I saw he came down, a beautiful no look pass, and, it, and there was no finish. But I was like, oh my god, like these are the things that it's right yeah. there. So yeah, that those little tightening. I don't know. What do you think? Would you uh, who would you take out? Who would you put in? Um, I I give it some some runway with the the starting lineup, but I I'm okay with with Trent coming off the bench. I I kind of want to maybe see Birch replace Precious. Yeah, I like Precious more, but I think his <sighs> right now is def- defensively. I think Ken Birch is better. Um, that's true. I think at the end of the game, I think Precious probably would get more minutes, but I like Precious's energy and his just running down up and down the floor with the second unit better. I just think right now that like the ball's not going to reach Precious with the starting lineup because it's going to go through Freddie, it's going to go through Dragic, it's going to go through OG. So I kind of want like the second unit where where the ball kind of goes to Precious maybe a little more. Maybe it gets to him a little, a little more frequently. Um, yeah, that's the only thing. And defensively, I think Birch is much better with some of the the starting centers around the league. So, so yeah, um, yeah. Let's see what uh, let's see what changes they make. Let's hope Nick Nurse is listening to uh, Coach Justin over here, taking notes, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and put something together tonight because tonight is a problem. Um, yeah, that was a good game, it- man. I- did you watch the? Him. I watched the overtime to it. That's it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm watching that effort, and I'm like, we were talking last week about that relegation uh, last episode, <laughs> and here I am thinking, this is what it is, man. This is the NBA, and then you're in the relegated league back in Scotiabank Arena, with the effort that was given. Like Jalen Brown just coming off COVID, he's got a inhaler on the bench and the guy puts up 46 double overtime that's cool but um and we're talking effort now we're going into boston after a tough they've had a day off um talk effort you know you've got robert williams third marcus smart brown and tatum effort is going to need to be cranked up to 11 for this game because I think yeah. there's two desperate teams here. They uh, neither one one of them want to go going to. So I think it's going to nope. be a good one, especially a division a division game. Um, wow. Here's a loaded question for you, Justin. What do you change? What do you do? In my opinion, and I'm gonna you know this is just me. Boston can come out of the East. I, I I'm a huge fan of what they're building. I know we talked about Tatum, but Tatum and Brown, um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of what they have going on with their team. Um, what do you think needs to change tonight outside of the effort? With the Raptors? Yeah, how, how do you score and keep up with that team? Oof. Um, it's tough to say because I, I, the easy thing to say is just score more points, hit more yeah. shots. Score but more I buckets. think the effort level has to be there. 
They have to win the rebounding. Um, I, th- I think just being more aggressive, getting to the line. I think that's that's the a huge thing in the Wizards game. They didn't get into the line enough. So I think See, just getting some easy baskets, getting some easy points, and kind of working from there. So. I'm glad that we play Boston a lot of times this season because when Pascal comes back, and I'm I'm just hoping Pascal comes back like Spicy P that we know he can play. I'm hoping the shoulder is all healed and everything. You're back at home. He got a hell of an ovation last night, and that that, that was good to hear uh, when they were going to the starting lineups. Uh, sorry, Wednesday night. He got a, a chair from the crowd. He's got to hear that, man. You know, people got his back. Um, because if he was in the lineup, man, I'd love to see OG. Would you put, I guess there it is. Would you put OG on Tatum? Right now? Yeah. I'd like, put uh, probably Scotty on him. Scotty on Tatum yeah. and OG on Brown? i put OG. Yeah. That's how I yeah. would kind of put it. And then, like, that's the thing, man. Then if you had, you got to lock them up. Um, Marcus Smart, I like the kid, you know, because of his effort and because of everything he does. He's just one of those guys that gets on my nerves, man. Kind of like how Dragon gets on my nerves, <laughs> you know? He's, um, he's one of those guys that you love to have on your team but hate to play against. God, you are damn right. And I realized that in the bubble when he was putting up 30s on us, and I'm like, come on, that's not going to happen every night. I have some Boston <laughs> fans, and they're, you know, talking about top point guard. Easy, buddy. He's, you know, he's, 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 the guy's high octane, you know, you love him, but man, um, I hope we got rested. I uh, hope Freddie watched some tape and I guess. Yeah. yeah when well, I call the that only out, reason, well, I was going to say the only reason why I put Scotty on Tatum is because he's guarded against him in preseason. There's some familiarity there. So yeah, he's seen so, him before. What do you think yeah. of, uh, and he's he's due for a big game, eh? I just have the stats up here. He shot seven for thirty, Tatum, and that normally. Yeah, he had a rough about, game last game. Yeah. Scary thing about those boys is, you know, when if, if one one's down, the other one usually shows up the next game. So, um, yeah, got such talent there. Um, do you think we are like you know we we you said you know, you'd like to see the ball move through Scotty? You. Uh, you know, stick Scotty on Tatum because he has some familiarity. Fair enough. I, I and don't get me wrong. I totally agree with you. I'd like to see the ball move through more. You think it's too much, yeah. too fast? Second game no. and no. we're hanging to our hats. To be honest with you, like in the in the like in the first game, um, I thought more things kind of happened when Scotty had the ball. I think mm-hmm. when they, because the only time where I really saw Scotty touch the ball much was like getting it in a high post, but he's looking for the pass or that, that stupid three-man weave kind of shit that we wanted right. to talk. Yeah. Because um, sometimes, like, it works, that three-man kind of handoff thing. Uh, it he works did. a couple times, but defense adjusts to that. So you can't run that, that, like, seven times in a row. Explain that to me as a layman when you're saying, I, like, I picture it at the top of the key, but you're talking – uh, yeah, it's like that dribble it. handoff where like they, right. they do it like three times and then the ball gets to Freddie and then he kind of runs almost like a like a pick and roll with kind of pressures yeah. was mainly mainly kind of the guy, um, but defense adjust that adjust to that so uh, like you I know what you're saying like seven times in a row so if we keep if I 
I'm looking at like from from just from memory, watching it in my head right now. I didn't see the defense even move. Like they didn't, it didn't, it didn't move anybody across the floor. And in the yeah. meantime, how many times did we see? And this is where I was saying, what's Nick doing? What's his game plan for this? Because it reminded me of uh, Casey Isoball. Just yeah, get to one dude, and everyone just kind of stand there around the perimeter. It just didn't. It kind of creates mismatches. So when when you're doing that, you kind of kind of switching. So it kind of yeah. gets maybe like a big on like Freddie. Freddie, but um, didn't happen. But yeah, it, it happened. It worked a couple times. Oh, yeah, you're um, right. But it's yeah. just. It's just you you don't do it like seven times in a row. So no. And like I have to say that for a few blocks that they had that just made me I felt like, you know, those videos of like a pro playing against a kindergarten kid. Just I'm like, how do you come on? Oh my god, that guy's gonna I never mind a poster, man. I guess I guess there's no more posters anymore. Do we have to start calling what we used to call posters back in the day? Well, what point do you think they start calling them? Oh, he's an NFT. <laughs> you, you've been following that NFTs? No, I haven't. Non-fungible tokens are the new. They are. Call it like an idiot here. Yeah, they're on the internet, so they're like, they're, they're they're digitized. And dude, click on any celebrity, any you know top ten player in any sport, guaranteed they're hyping their own NFT. So it's usually a picture of them or a painting. Kyle Lowry's got his own NFT. Um, okay. his, his, yeah, they're, they're huge to check out. Yeah, I'll talk about those one day. Because I was thinking that. I'm like, postered. Wait, is it a poster block or is that? It, it, we got to start saying that. Oh, get him in an NFT. Yeah. World's changing. Yeah. It's like when we say this, uh, getting off topic of it, but when we say, throw that tape away. I'm looking at myself going, man, we don't use it no more. But even when I pull up my camera True. to record, I'm like, True. yeah, delete I'm it. filming. Delete it. <laughs> yeah, delete it. I'm, I'm videotaping. Yeah, I videotaped them. It's just, you can tell your age bracket if you say that, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, which brings us back to our awesome, uh, our awesome uh, analytics, 28 to 34, baby. So yeah, maybe we need to start popping in these catch buff words like NFTs to get those kids listening to us yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> off topic moving right along <laughs> um, yeah so what's your i know you asked me what bold predictions and i thought about that first give me a prediction on on this evening because i'm going to pop this up a little bit before the game this evening um, yeah what do you think happens realistically Ooh, i don't want to be a home or anything but like after that loss with boss like boston like after yeah. Boston losing to Knicks like that way, I think Tatum's gonna come out on fire. I think Brown's gonna come out on fire. I think they're gonna come out firing guns and blazing. So if the Raptors don't match that intensity, I, I think it's gonna be a long night for the Raptors. I want to see what made us the Raptors, man. So I want to see that. I want to see Tatum. Tatum's one of them. Tatum or Brown, they're gonna get their buckets. That's gonna happen. I just to your point on the effort. I'd rather yeah. see Tatum scorch us shots that remind you of Cole, you know, on any given night, you're not going to hit those. Force them into tough shots. We gave up a lot of easy baskets, you know, yeah. and I can, I'll, I'll go back again to Trez Harrell. I don't want to see Robert Williams catching with two defenders standing by him and crowning 
like he's Shaq, you know. Shaq brought two men up to the basket with him and will put put them to the you know. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see people standing back while someone dunks. Like they're like they arch their back, like, oh no, get the man. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at it from like, you know, I, I gotta say it, the spirit of Lowry. Lowry would put his face yeah. on that ball if he had to stop a basket, you know. I mean, yeah, there was a, there was a couple of times I, I, I saw Freddie ha- having a chance to kind of take a charge, and he didn't. He, and he didn't do it. He didn't take yeah. it. He kind of. He, he, I guess he didn't want to flop or anything, but I, I felt there was a couple of times where he could have just get got his nose in there. He kind of took a charge, but he didn't. So he didn't. And Fred's tough as fucking nails. Let's face it. But yeah, that Kyle learned that man. And, you know, once again, Kyle's that guy like Marcus Smart. Everybody in the league hates him. I'm sorry, fans, fans yeah. hate him, call him a flopper. Now he's in Miami and they're calling him like the toughest bulldog out there. These are the <laughs> same guys that just called him Flop City. But he's that guy, you know, that takes a lot of skill to – and it's not – it's like pro wrestling, man, when people say it's all fake. Fair enough. When Mick Foley goes through the, uh, through the cage and drops 15 feet, there's no cables holding him. When Kyle Lowry steps in there and, uh, <clears throat> you know, someone the size of LeBron puts his shoulder down and he takes it, maybe he falls backwards, but he's getting hit. He's getting hit very hard. Yeah. And he's hitting yeah. that ground hard, too, and he bounces back up. But what that does for your teammates, man. So oh, yeah. I'd like to see on the momentum and stuff like that. So What I want to see as a homer, what I want to see is <laughs> Scotty or OG, you know, lock up Tatum lead to a big transition bucket. Bang! I want to see it. I want to see it. I think there's still – Scotty still has to learn a lot. I think he picks up a lot of dumb fouls. So Yeah, he's a rookie. That's my concern with with Tatum because Tatum's a vet. So I think he's going to kind of – he's going to get – he's going to get his fair share to the – He's going to get in the line quite a bit. Yeah, Yeah, and he's smart too. But that's – I guess that's the uh, the thing too with a rookie like like Scotty. If he's – you know, he's got to learn the league in that sense that um, – and I always hated this. You know, the older I get, I find myself saying, well, you're a rookie. Well, you have to earn that. I always hated saying that as a young man. You know, foul is a foul. Not a yeah. foul is not a foul. But there's certain, you know, there's certain things that Scott is going to have to realize that. Yeah. Yes. He's not going to get a lot a of calls and stuff like that. And that's where I didn't like Nick Nurse arguing that. You're wasting your energy – like I don't mind arguing with the ref, but you almost got you either you did get teed up at one point. Can't yeah, you, you can't do that? The team needs you, man. Yeah, they just took the night off. Um, so what I like to see, I'm gonna go Homer now for talking about this. I'm <laughs> Boston's first game back. They had double overtime. Jalen Brown is getting over COVID. COVID is a real thing. He's got an inhaler on the bench. Um, you know I'm. I'm going to roll the dice and say that Nick figures it out. They've talked about this. Um, you can't miss that many shots in the NBA and then not have a good game. And the Raptors can hit shots. They're not a 30% shooting team. Not at all. I don't care how many threes they take. They're not a 30% shooting team. So um, I'm going to go with a more competitive game tonight. And uh, I think they uh, figure it out and pour it on in the fourth. Did you get the house gonna, on that? No, I'm going to go with a loss. <laughs> very competitive, very good loss. 
where we're in the game. I'm not betting anything on that. Yeah, man. I've done that once in my life. Quick story real quick. This is uh, this is something very interesting. When I was in grade nine, a little, I was, I think I was like, dude, I think I was 4'11", maybe five feet. I had not grown at all. Um, big sports fan, Montreal fan, no Raptors yet. That was back when the Pistons just got done the dynasty. Um, there was a dynasty. Um, and the Montreal Canadiens were in the beginning of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I was just talking to a friend of mine, talking very loud, somebody who I've known for a long time, that I'll bet you 20 bucks Montreal wins the Cup. And then one of the most popular kids in the grade and his buddy who's older came up and said, I'll take that bet. And it was in front of a bunch of girls and I shot my mouth off. Um, I ended up betting it. Justin, we're talking, the playoffs hadn't started. Never went out there. I know we're just talking about basketball, but this is crazy. This is the tendencies that I have to get into. And I, nothing's changed since I was in grade nine. So here I am, um, the biggest homer, still that way. I, I, I had hundreds of dollars on the line for the Montreal Canadiens to win the Stanley freaking Cup before the fucking playoffs started. I'm in trouble. I have a paper route. That's it, man. I think I make like 22 bucks a week. And if you recall, that was, what was that? That was 93 Cup. They were down two games to 0, 2-0 in the third, going into the third period. Um, wonder why, I'm, why I have high anxiety. Like, they rattle off 13 overtime victories on the way to 16. I've never been more stressed, I think, in my entire life. And then I won. And only half the people paid me. But all I can think about was, oh, my God. I'll never do that again. I did it next year. I'm never going to pay out money. But <laughs> I tend to do that with the Raptors. Like, if you asked me, yeah, during that bubble, yeah, you talk about homework. You know, it was COVID, man. I was at home. You know, everyone's off work. And basketball's coming back in the summer. And I was like, oh, my God. We're going to play the Clippers in the finals. This is, like, the greatest storybook ending. I believe that with my heart. So, that's right. why I call myself the ultimate homer. I got to calm that side. Until you said bet the house on it, I was about to say Raptors over Celtics tonight. Bank on it. <laughs> I had to like, you know, I got to grow up. It's a long way since grade nine and uh, and all that. So no way. Um, <laughs> what do you see as a prediction for this evening? Oh, I, I told you, I, I just, I think Boston is going to come out. I'm trying not to be biased. On home Just run, effort? I, yeah, not effort. I think um, that I think the Raptors will come out with a big effort, but I think Boston, you know, you got to keep up with them scoring-wise, I think. That's and it. I don't know we'll if we can it. keep up with that. Like, I don't know no. if we have enough shooting to kind of keep up with that. So uh, I think Tatum's going to have I a big game. Th- Brown's going to be consistent. So I'll be happy. And I hate talking like this. I'll be happy if we get to the three-minute mark and then they start getting, you know, their king of the line and we have to foul and they end up winning by 10, but it should have been like a four-point win. I'll, I'll be happy with that. I just want to see some effort, man. Who's you? Yeah. So give me a – give me a uh, – give me a um, prediction on who's our high score. What do you think tonight? We'll, uh, we'll have a contest on this. Tonight? Um, we kind of ripped on Freddie earlier, but I think Freddie's going to have a good game today. Uh, I'm expecting him to come up with a better effort, kind of leading the team. So I kind of 
kind of expecting Freddie to kind of score more, most of the points at least. Well, I like that. You? As a homer, I'm going to bet on Freddie probably 80, 80 to 80 games for the rest of the year. But tonight I'm going to – I I will go with OG. Um, he's not that kind of guy that's going to fade fade away into – after fade away into obscurity after one game, you know, he's a smart kid. He's got a lot of heart, a lot of effort. Bottles his emotions up. I think he's more emotional than he shows personally. But um, yeah, I'm gonna bank on OG having a monster. I remember OG had a slow start last year as well, so um, maybe he's kind of like just slowly kind of working his way into like the season. So yeah, OG style, calm and collective, <laughs> I guess. Awesome. So, what are your uh, what's your you you mentioned bold predictions. What's what's a bold prediction for you? You talking year? You talking? Um, I was just thinking maybe like we each make like a bold prediction maybe on the Raptors this year. Let's um, do it. Okay. Yeah, have you do given it some thought? I have. So I've given it like you know, I always break it up into threes. That's just how I roll. I break up like what's my homer prediction. What's my um, <laughs> I I'm feeling like Eeyore and sad and sulking prediction, <laughs> and you know then then I got to check myself and say what's my realistic. So, um, I'm not trying to be like my Homer prediction is. Forty <sighs> seven. More that being 45. I don't see us finishing too high above 100. And that's like my fully optimistic. Can't get our shit together and things don't gel. And, you know, pass. Here, how about this? Here, how about this? I asked you, like, standing wise, do you think. Let's think of standing wise. Um, Do you think the Raptors finish one to four seed or five to ten seed? Or miss the Absolutely. I think I had this a little there. Absolutely not. So here's how I look. Okay. Here's my prediction. Um, this is not, not in my prediction. This is what I want to see. 9 10 play a plan. I think we can make the plan not a problem with the way that the way it works out. I think we can do the, the, the uh, plan. Um, so you think a 9 10 seed? I think so. I think. We can play better than Washington. I think we're better than Charlotte. I think we're better. I'll say that. We're better than Orlando. We're better than Cleveland. We're better than Detroit. I think think we're better than the Pacers. We're better than Charlotte. And I think we're better than Washington. Uh, I think that gets us into the kind of 9-10 seed. Having said that, Justin, I think Miami takes – I think they take the East personally. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with that. I don't care what happens in Philly and Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee, Milwaukee's great. Don't get me wrong. I just think Miami's so damn tough. And then I think we uh, we slay our mentor and uh, upset some people and go to the second round. That's a whole new <laughs> prediction. Uh, I'm a little more optimistic. <laughs> I think I think we get into the five to eight range. Really? I so do. you're saying, so break that down for me without just picking a number. You think... The Raptors are. Tell me who they're better than. Who's they better than? How about this? Uh, the top four teams. I got Milwaukee. Yep. I got Brooklyn. Yep. I got Atlanta. 
Yep. And I got Miami. Damn, you don't got Philly in there, right? I think Philly may be the five seed. Wow. So then that, that pushes us And to then six. From, from six to maybe nine, I think Raptors are going to be in there. I'm, I'm not uh, sold on the Bulls. Uh, no? I, I like their collection of talent. Like, I, I like DeMar. I like Zach. I like Lonzo. I like mm-hmm. uh, Vucevic is really underrated. But who mm-hmm. plays defense there? Like, I don't know how that that's really gels together. That's yeah, I guess that's a, uh, that's, a, that's a solid point. They might. I might be completely wrong, but I'm not really sold on them. I think the Pacers play a good team game, but they don't really have, like, a super big difference maker. <laughs> like, to me, at least. The Wizards, like, I think we're better than the Wizards. Charlotte, I think they're still young. I, I love LaMelo. I think they're still mm-hmm. young. They're still learning how to, how to win. So I, I think they're more likely to be in the play-in kind of game. Myself. Yeah, I can see that. And who else is there? We got uh, the Knicks. The Knicks? Oh, I forgot about Knicks the Knicks. Will be a I, think the Knicks I think the Knicks is, is sort of in that. I think the Knicks, the uh, Philly, Bulls. and the Raptors are kind of in that, that next tier from the top. Wow, three, I like so. that, man. I think kind you've of... been. Uh... You know, I don't know what's happening today, Justin. Maybe it's maybe it's cloudy here or something. Maybe I, maybe I didn't sleep well, but it seems like you're drinking my Kool Aid, and I'm drinking your Kool Aid for a day. Because uh, I, uh, and you know, it, you're right. It's only one game, but that Knicks game, man, was so exciting. And like, yeah, I'm yeah. watching, I'm watching Randall up there. Fuck, man, he just moves so well for a big man. I'm just they're, they're super well coached. They're super well. That's coached. it. Um, they they play like is. a gritty style, kind of grind every point out. But in a long yeah, season like too, this, it's, it's tough to kind of grind every single night. That's that's the only thing with the Knicks. That's it. So yeah, that's that's where you got him, eh? I got nine ten because we have those growing pains, you know. But I think we figure it out, and I'm of that opinion that I, you know, of that. You, we, you, when I one day, one day, man, we got to do an episode over where we compare certain teams and in the league because that we, man, they, there's a, some great stories around those guys and what they did to bring it all together. But when you head into the playoffs, when you're going down the stretch and you figured it out, you're a dangerous team. You are a very dangerous team. I, so I don't I know. I think the Raptors, I don't know if the Raptors... the second half. I don't know if the Raptors can pull off an upset on one of those top four teams, but I think like they're kind of sort of developing like their identity right now. Like they have a style of team that they kind of build. Now they have to build kind of a style of play. And I believe in the style that Masai kind of tries to build. It's sort of like the positionless kind of basketball. basketball. I believe in it. Once they kind of get into kind of a groove, I I, I kind of like like that hard nosed two way style. I like what they build. So. I kind of believe in that myself, so. Just got to shoot better than 30%. That's all, that's all yeah. comes down to. Like I do think see. that's a weakness, though. Shooting is definitely a weakness on this team. It is, so yeah. I think we'll, we can score enough points here or there. I, I think we should be fine. We need some uh, prime Jason Capono out there. Another Raptors pickup. <laughs> Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> Bargnani, you would have killed this. You would have, we're going to talk about that one day because I think he would have done well in this in this NBA yeah, he was set up for what a terrible draft <laughs> out of all the years to win the lottery. That's a lot, a lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I I drank well, we Kool Aid this that year too. and got and got Scotty Barnes. <laughs> got Scotty me too, me Barnes, too. baby. I'm pumped with that, man. Nice. Let's uh, let's uh, 
start to wrap this up with uh, go, uh let's roll with uh mvp do six man rookie of the year you want to do nba okay. or you want to do just the our, let's, our do NBA. let's do mb okay. i mean rappers, i was gonna say you have one six man so it's not really like <laughs> i was gonna it's make a really joke any, and said, like answer, if it's good answer so if it's the Raptors, I'm going Scotty Barnes all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> rookie of the year, right? <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, I think with rookie of the year, I will start with that because I'm, I'm always a big fan of uh, rookies. Sorry, I'm a huge fan of rookies that play for a competitive team off the hop. You know what I mean? Like, it's more difficult to contribute for me and, uh, and our Raptors. That's difficult, in my opinion, for Scotty to come into Toronto and crush it and play as well as he does. Then it is if you're getting it for Jalen Green, who's on the Houston Rockets. You know what I mean? Like it, they're garbage, and I'm sorry, but they are. They're probably going to be the lottery this year too. Um, so Where's I think they're looking off. Fans, come on, come listen to this. Come with, <laughs> yeah, come get me, come at me, bro. <laughs> you know, I just. Um, and I think that's what I was seeing because I, I personally liked Jalen all, all along. Someone like Jalen Suggs playing down in Orlando, who's you know will be competitive. Um, I don't know. I I think, um, and also it has to be by position, right? Usually they give it to the person who scored the most. Or, um, I think yeah, I think that's what they look at. I don't know if they actually dig into like the, the like the. Analytics, statistics and, and stuff, statistics. analytics and stuff, kind of, kind of see impact. But I think they kind of probably look at numbers. That would be my so guess. I'm, so I'm curious of what Cleveland has going on uh, with Mobley and Jalen Green. I don't know if Dwayne Casey puts Cade Cunningham in a position um, off the hop to win. Yeah, that's Dwayne awesome. Casey. What's that? Pound that rock. That's Dwayne Casey. Pound that pound rock. That pound rock. it. Pound it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pound it at the top. Good, good. Great job, guys. Okay, let's roll with that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go with, you know, two and three picks. I'm going to go with Jalen Green out of Mobley. Having said that, the homer pick, Scotty Barnes can definitely sneak in there because of the position that he's putting in Toronto with the exposure on a team that is on the cusp of making the playoffs. But I don't see Houston or Cleveland making the playoffs. And I could see Evan Mobley having a killer season and down there being the center. And so I'll go with that. Who do you got? Um, I, I don't think Scotty would win it. I think because we're overhated, right? The Toronto it. Raptors. So um, I do like your picks with Jalen, Jalen Green and Mobley. Um, but just to be different, I'm going to put out a couple of rookies that I kind of, I'm going to keep an eye on. So, um, I like uh, a guy. I think his name's a uh, Trey Murphy, with the Pelicans. Trey I Murphy, yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's he gonna have right? a good year. It, well, if mm-hmm. Zion comes back and kind of dominates the paint, he's gonna have open shots and he's gonna score. So I think he's kind of an underrated guy to kind of keep an yeah. eye on. Um, also, another guy that I I, I kind of like is uh, James Booknight from Charlotte. I think he he's just, he's just a flat out scorer. So he's going to put up his points. So I don't know if he'll win it just because the the ball usage with uh, Lamelo, but with, with I think Lamello, he's a guy. Yeah. He's a guy definitely to keep an eye on. So I think those two guys, 
outside of the the three we talked about. I'm not even gonna put Jalen Suggs in here because I'm a Jalen Suggs hater because I'm a Scotty yeah, Barnes, Barnes. You're all Scotty Barnes, man, and you got to you got to roll with that because you were one of the first people to call that and get on that. You know, you followed him before he was picked. You're, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you got to roll with that. You have to. You're you're all in on it now, man. Um, yeah, you know, and I also look at have to look at team wise, right? Like, um, the Oklahoma City Thunder have a a wealth of draft picks down there. Um, you know, you got Trey Mann playing for them um, as a in, a in a guard position. I, you never know what's going to come out of Oklahoma City because that team is, they're just right. the bank. They're the bank in the NBA. You know, they're the, they are pretty much, you can have a draft every year and then you can have a draft of Oklahoma City's draft picks and Oklahoma City's young players because they just got, they got, they, they still have the boat, even though they've sold most yeah. of them off. Um, wow, what a position that would be in. They should do a contest, but let's a little, let, let a fantasy winner uh, be a GM there for a year and just see what happens. I, I do like the young guys though. I like uh, Pope yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, and uh, Giddy. I think they they'll eventually like become good players, but I think it, they're gonna get they're they're gonna stay or the, the NBA like athleticism and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I just see them. I just see like Oklahoma City. I I I just wouldn't even unpack my bag though, because like you know they've got so much clout at any time they can just unload and start loading up for a for a contender they've got so much clout down there it's yeah. wild once again <laughs> um, <laughs> i hate saying that okay so um we got rookie of the year who's your mvp yeah. my mvp i gotta go with joel and i think without simmons he's gonna take a bigger role and i think he's gonna dominate it's a great pick joel and it's great pick. i thought he should have won gonna... it last year I thought he should have won it last year. I think if so he too. Played I, enough games. Yeah, I, actually, that's right. like like Jokic should, definitely deserves it. But if Embiid plays enough games, Embiid should have won it. I'm gonna go with an old name that once again I probably wouldn't have said before um, the last couple seasons, but I'm gonna go with Steph Curry again. Yeah. Just keeping it keeping it together down. There. What 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 he does on a nightly basis is so it's so overlooked almost like, I mean, yeah, I will say it like this. I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan. I'm comparing the night in night out. Michael would go out there and put out 28, you know, have like six deals, have 25 points. So 21, let's just say that 21 points and like 60 or something like that on a night. You'd say he had an off night. That's not, that's a, that's an NBA player. Steph can go out there and put up 25 and only hit six threes. That's crazy. You know, um, I think Steph's 33 right now, but I think he age, he's going to age really well because he doesn't really rely on his athleticism to, to be great. Exactly. He's got so, that shot. And the more he plays, yeah. the more the smarter he gets. And he hits – it's such a quick and, release. So. And he has one of the best handles in the game. So it's really underrated because it's not fancy or anything, but it, it's just it, – it's, it's on a string. He keeps it in, in the box it. almost. Yeah, yeah, he's got it on a string. Um, I'm going to go with Steph this year. I just think it's, okay. you know, he, because I think his momentum, what did he do last year? I, I know going into last year, he just, he blew it up the water, right? Those last, uh, those last like two months of the season, the guy was, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't yeah. not have a 30, 40 yeah. point game, man. He averaged like 34, which is pretty. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was insane, man. Bradley Beal had that had that on lock, and Steph just comes out and just starts playing <laughs> Steph yeah. basketball. So I like to see him doing that. Defensive player of the year, Joel Embiid. Gonna go with Joel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's who I was gonna pick as well. Um, I think he's up there for the MVP, and he can he could definitely do with uh, Giannis did, and he I think he could take both. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's up for a big year. So six man. Six man. Um, I was thinking about it. I think I'm gonna go with Tyler Hero. I think. Yeah, that's like a great last night he was killer. He was a killer. He was great. And I think he he's gonna. He's he's coming up because he 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 said something along the lines where he wants to be in the Doncic slash Trey Young kind of conversation. Wow. So I think he's gonna go out there and start scoring like. Mad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got the he's got the talent to do it. Got yeah. I actually, on that note, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to be swearing here, and I I, I slip on that, and I gotta click <laughs> that. If I'm gonna keep doing that, I'm gonna have to click that uh, explicit button. But I, I, I beat myself out. So. You beeped yourself. <laughs> well, keep in mind, hey man, you know, I go back to our demographics on our ten listeners out there, twenty eight thirty four. So, yay. Yeah. I'd love to get called out. If I got called out by a parent, I'd say, all right, let's 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 tailor this. We got some kitties listening to us. Yeah, get on the phone. Me. Instead of on, on the podcast, <laughs> that's it. Um, Who do you got for six men? I don't know. I got. I really got to think about that. You know, I, I have to admit, um, this is going to sound terrible for me as a basketball fan and to a lot of people out there. I'm not a big fan of the six man award. That's <laughs> no? just to me. It's always like your team's deep enough, and you got somebody out. You got you know, let them start, trade them. That's all I was always like, man. And maybe that's because I was a Raptors fan for so many years and we got skunked for so many years and hated on and overhated on where I was like, fuck that, man. Why is he on the bench playing that well? Kick him over to us. When Manny was winning it all the time, I'm like, Manny Ginobili is a freaking starter. <laughs> he has I to know. start the game. Pop but just he's like brings him the bench. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, start the game. All right, pull him out. You're playing 32 minutes. Get in there. Come on. <laughs> You're a starter. So, I don't know. I have, I'll, let me think about that one. Okay, no pick, no pick. Um, no pick on my end. No pick this year. Coach of the year. Want to do a quick coach of the year? Coach of the year? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically whoever has the best record, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 like the, uh, I like Quinn Snyder from Utah. So oh, yeah. I think if they have a Fantastic. decent record, I think he, he's going to get it. So that's my guess. Okay, so we will we'll, we will pick coaches of the year, um, and one we uh, maybe even the next next show we will uh, we'll talk about coaches that you see on the hot seat and probably aren't going to either make it to the season or day one after the season's done they're done. Um, you know, I kind of I'm going to go with Tom Thibodeau in New York. I think yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, he's a, he's he's always been a solid coach and he's got a good core around him. So I'll go with Thibodeau. But then we will talk like, about, you know, who's on the hot seat. Making the most out of out of his team. Like, they don't really have, like, a superstar or anything. He's just making them, like, kind of kind of kind of pulling all the talent out of them. So getting everything That's what great coaches do, though, right? Like, yeah. you, you had for mentioned sure, this sure. about Pop. You said, yeah, hey, I'm watching the game, watching him move the ball. Yeah, he's got some. He's got Dante Murray down there. He's got some talent, but still, 
he'll find a way to win. That's just, what good coaches think, do. His basketball IQ. Like, I watched the last game because I, I was actually watching uh, Jalen Suggs. I want to see how he did, to be honest with you, because I'm a hater. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, they, uh, the Spurs were playing really good. Like, I watched them. Like, even – you know it's a, it's, a, it's a pop team. When you look at the stat sheet, like, 10 guys have a, at least 20 minutes, and they all have, right. like, double-digit scoring. He's like that's like a pop man. team. That's a pop team. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is a pop team. Like that's a high a minute guy team. is thirty two minutes. So I mean, that's that's definitely a pop team. They pass the ball really well. Good, 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 um, good plays and just good basketball IQ. Gotta talk pop one day because, like you know, they, the guy needs an an, uh, an award named after him when he's done. Just, just my opinion, best coach of all time. Yeah. We'll get into that though. So, um, anything else you want to go through before we wrap this up? Our ten listeners are waiting, and uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll double that shit, and they'll get up there. Pardon my French again. Um, no, um, I'm kind of excited to see what the Raptors kind of come out with today. A little bit more effort, hopefully. So, kind of excited Alrighty. for the game. All right, so we'll can it and. Um, we'll be back again. We have a few guests next week. We won't, we won't, uh, we won't uh, mention who they are right now, but a few guests next week. And we're going to bring some people on, some other Raptors fans from across the nation and uh, introduce them to what it is to be overhated and you know, see if they understand if they feel the same sentiments that we have. Um, trailer will drop by the end of the weekend as well for overhated. Look out for that. And uh, yeah, you can always connect with Justin and I on um, Instagram and Twitter. You'd be one of our, be one of our first followers. Get out there. Get in hot. Day one. You want to claim day one. You want that. Yeah. For the first 50 followers, we'll give you a day one overhated t-shirt. That, that'll be coming <laughs> after we hit 100 followers. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Best of luck and uh, go wraps. All right. Don't.